With Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting. The recent rain helped to slightly improve some of the drought conditions in Iowa, but overall the state still needs a lot more precipitation. The latest U.S. Drought Monitor report shows that the coverage area for severe drought dropped just over 5%, while the exceptional drought category dropped by over 3.5%. However, the abnormally dry, moderate, severe, and extreme drought categories all had increases in coverage areas this week. In the broadcast area, one half of Grundy, one half of Franklin, most of Butler, all of Floyd, most of Cerro Gordo, southeast Hancock, and most of Wright County remain in an extreme drought, while the rest of the local area is mainly in a severe drought. Wednesday night, the Franklin County Sheriff's Department arrested 38-year-old Andy Exline of Alexander, who was wanted on a Hardin County warrant for a probation violation from the original charges of possession of a controlled substance and for failure to affix a drug tax stamp. The state of Iowa has nearly $5.5 billion in unspent tax dollars that the governor's promising much of it will be the fuel for tax cuts. The final report on the state fiscal year that ended June 30th shows the state collected $1.8 billion more in taxes than was spent. Another $900 million is deposited in reserve funds, but the so-called Taxpayer Relief Fund has $2.74 billion in it. Governor Kim Reynolds, a Republican, says some see that surplus as government not spending enough. Reynolds says she views it as an over-collection of taxes from Iowans. Reynolds has previously said she wants to get rid of the state income tax by the end of her current term as governor. The budget surplus from the last state fiscal year will be deposited in that taxpayer relief fund in January. The $900 million will stay in the state's economic emergency and cash reserve accounts. Senator Janet Peterson of Des Moines, the top-ranking Democrat on the Senate Appropriations Committee, says the governor's tax plans favor corporations and special interests. Peterson says while Governor Reynolds is promising more giveaways to come, middle-class Iowa families still are not getting ahead. Today, the Hampton City Council will consider renewal of an employment agreement with Police Chief Mark Morrison and will consider a request for downtown street closures for the Halloween Howl event planned for October the 28th. The Hampton City Council meets today at 6 p.m. at the Council Chambers. The Belmont Clemmy School Board recently voted 5-1 to one to purchase a 60-passenger gas-powered bus from school bus sales for $140,568. The BK Board approved the School Budget Review Committee application for a modified supplemental amount to cover the excess cost of $91,408 for providing a limited English proficiency program for fiscal year 2023. The belmont Clemmy School Board also approved a request to the School Budget Review Committee for a supplemental aid and allowable growth for the excess special education cost, $694,490. The Applington Parkersburg School Board recently discussed facility updates. Superintendent Travis Fleshner says the district will work throughout this school year to analyze the current facilities and determine what potential upgrades would benefit the district and community the most. Probably the biggest thing really, you know, overarching, you know, thing where we're going to work on this school year is a really a master plan. The board spent time last year, talked to some different vendors. So we've got an architect 
and a communication team on board that's going to kind of help walk us through a full facility master plan. So lots and lots of things will be looked at, all the buildings and how buildings are arranged and you know, indoor, obviously, classroom spaces, but also outdoor spaces are, are the things you might want to improve upon. Fleshner says the school board is committed to receiving feedback and to continue to have buildings in both cities. I think the school board has done a really, really nice job of taking time, seeking input, you know, seeking feedback from community stakeholders. Really what the board is committed to at this time is, is there will be a school footprint in, in both communities. There'll be a building in Applington, there'll be a building in Parkersburg. The board will host a facility planning meeting with school personnel and community groups on Wednesday, October the 4th. The Share the Warmth drive is back again this year for Franklin County. The drive is supported by the Greater Franklin County Chamber of Commerce and Franklin Family Focus. Residents are asked to help keep Franklin County warm this winter by donating gently used or new coats, mittens, hats, scarves, boots, snow pants, and other winter items for all ages. There are numerous drop-off locations, including in Hampton, Latimer, and Coulter. The items will be collected until October the 25th. Pickup for the items is set to begin October 28th at 4 p.m. at Banshell Park in Hampton and at Coulter City Park. For more information, go to HamptonIowa.org. Again, that's HamptonIowa.org. Saturday, the Ackley Heritage Center will host their annual Fall Open House at the Settlement on the Prairie in Ackley. This year marks the 36th anniversary of the organization, which preserves the history of Ackley and the surrounding area. The Heritage Center started in 1987, I believe, and it's to kind of preserve the heritage of Ackley. And a lot of people have, over the years have helped with it. And they've kind of gathered a lot of memorabilia from Ackley. And it's on display at the, the Soda Fountain, at the Depot, and at the Prairie Settlement. And that, this weekend we're going to have the doings at the Prairie Settlement. Then is Dwayne Sotel, who is the president of the Ackley Heritage Center. He says there will be fun for the entire family on Saturday. We will have the house from the 1890s open with somebody in there to explain different things. We'll have a schoolhouse there, an original schoolhouse, uh, the Clutterville Schoolhouse. There will be somebody in there to answer questions, uh, the barn that was moved in, and somebody will be there also. And then we have a carriage house and just, you know, the grounds itself and that. And there will be croquet for the kids to play and treasures in the straw. So the kids got something to do, too. The event will be held Saturday from 11.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Settlement on the Prairie that's located at 101 Grundy Street in Ackley. Lunch will be served starting at 11.30 a.m. The Hancock County Board of Supervisors this week opened bids for rent of various secondary road-owned farm ground. The Hancock supervisors received a quote to paint the east stairwell of the courthouse from Jennings Painting and Decoration Limited, a fertile for $13,500. And the Hancock County Board of Supervisors appointed Veronica Moss as a new Veterans Affairs Commissioner. And the Powerball jackpot climbed to an estimated $925 million after no one beat the immense odds and won the giant prize last night. With the latest bit of lottery losing, there now have been 30 consecutive drawings without a jackpot winner, dating back to July 19th when a player in California won $1.08 billion. That winless streak is due to the tough odds of winning the Powerball jackpot 
at 1 and 292.2 million. Although the game highlights the $925 million prize, that is for a winner who has paid through an annuity over 30 years. Most winners choose the cash payout option for the next drawing Saturday night. That will be an estimated $432 million. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.